You're listening to Awkward Pause. This is uh, Elmer. Um, also here with me, Cassie Sargent. Hello. I'm here, and I'm happy to be here. Andrew Street. We made it. Another one. Are you mad? DJ Am Calibre. I mad? Yeah. No, I'm not mad. Not mad? Not mad. Just a little bit. Andrew is not mad, yeah. and that's never been more true than right now. Sam Atherton. Go buy your mama a house. Go buy yourself a house. Go buy Cassidy Sarge in a house. The butter dog. Dog with the butter. Wild times. It was a weird week. It was a weird week. <laughs> uh, it, was tr- it, it was stressful. <laughs> I'll say that. Feels good. I'm happy it's Saturday. Can I say that? that? That's where I'm coming from. I'm happy it's the weekend. TGIF. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm-hmm. Can I Just say that? Same. I was going to say mm-hmm. it's, it's the freaking weekend, but I don't think we're supposed to say that anymore. R. Kelly That's gone who? forever. Oh, oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, very much so yeah. canceled. Yeah. Is rum and coke canceled? Do you think the rum industry felt it when that documentary came out? Was was R. Kelly tied to rum and cokes? I was not aware of that connection. Uh, what's, oh, now, now, now you're making me feel like a fool, Cass. I, I didn't mean to. I, I assumed it was a gap in my knowledge. No. There's a there's a lyric in ignition, and now I have to fucking look it up, and I look like a fucking idiot. It's not fun for me. We could um, the the gin and juice industry. We're, has si- we're sipping on coke and rum. We're you're right. You're on right. Coke and rum. Yeah. Mmm. Mm. I thought you know the the rum and coke brand is pretty strong, so I think I think they're probably unaffected. Okay. That makes me happy. I'm not a rum guy. I watched an episode of that R. Kelly documentary, mm-hmm. though. Ooh. Yeah, I just... I'm very much on all of this, a lot of this stuff right now. Just like... All right. Like, I can read the news version and not need to, like, marinate in it in a fucking 10-hour mini-doc. You know? I'm not making a judgment call. Not that there's no value in that, but I just personally know, like... Oof, I, I need to actively try to stay out of that kind of energy. You don't need a fire island. I feel too. kind of the same way with like, well, that was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that would, would be great. Be like, give me give me another fire <laughs> That's fest. That's different. I feel kind of that same way with like, uh, you know, news coverage of current events. Yeah. Like my parents are fucking glued to the TV this last week. And like, I get that. There's, I understand that. But also... I think that would make me want to die. Yeah. I mean, I have like the New York Times big notifications and I just got, you know, the big news on my phone. And like that was enough because like at at first on like Tuesday. So Robert, we get YouTube TV through Robert's family, through Robert Sr. Hmm. Robert Senior Sr. SR. Yeah, Robert Sr. SR. Uh, he's, by the way, one of my favorite people on this planet. He's so... He's the best. Don't know where it went wrong. However, he hooks us up with YouTube TV, but YouTube TV has this whole like weird system where like you need to like log in every two months into the where the original owner account is because of like the cable situation. So we get like live Houston cable here. Mm. So now I'm just explaining how YouTube TV works. But basically every two months it signs us out. And Robert has to like physically sign himself back in when he goes back home. Um, and I was like, oh shit, like you need, to, you need to call your dad, dude. We need to, we need to get YouTube TV set up so we can watch the thing. And then I stopped for a second. I was like, wait, what am I going to watch? Like, it's not, it's not like there's just news happening. You know, it's just like the news is like an announcement or, or, or like an event that happens, but that, it's just like 24 hours of talking heads and, you know, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to gain from that. Yeah, I mean, so much. I I guess like like, I feel like some people get like some sort of like, I don't know, like morbid curiosity, but like you just mm -hmm. can't look away. Like my poor like my dad, he Mm -hmm. is one of those people that has to watch the news. Like, you know, he watches his Rachel Maddow. He watches his like Mm. fucking everything. I think for him, it's just like he's so disgusted 
like any ounce of like anti-Trump media he devours. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you <clears> I feel like you're just wallowing you it at that point. Like it doesn't it doesn't bring me joy to to dunk on Trump. Like I wish he would just go away. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I don't that know. is maybe a bit big, just like a pig and shit. How man. I feel as well. Where it's just like, I don't, you have to at some point just release that energy and realize like, if I just don't engage with it, I'm uh, I'm a little happier for it. But everyone's different, you know, to each their own. However, however you got to get through this nightmare hell hole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, things are looking up. You know, we got some foreign listeners uh, hoping everything doesn't collapse. Uh, Or maybe they're rooting against us. Who knows? But I would, I probably would. Um. But on the personal side, I decided, you know, a couple months ago to try and do little things to make me happier. One of those things was start drinking coffee, start grinding my own beans. And that led us to, what was the show? What was the name? No, 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 Nuts About Beans. beans. (laughs) Nuts About Beans. Andrew, you want to, you want to, you want to host this segment? Sure. So, boys, the beans that I sent you from famed Jersey City coffee shop, Hidden Grounds, they've expanded a little bit in recent years, but uh, the gist of it, Hidden Grounds Coffee uh, started two young people, unemployed, not knowing what to do next. Been there. I decided to buy a retail space and open up a coffee shop with uh, inspirations to the food and the coffee uh, from, I think, the one person's Indian mother who was living back in India uh, and was mailing them different spices to use in the potential new menu. Hidden Grounds, the name, because they were so poor at the time and unemployed, uh, that the retail spot that they opened in, incredibly hidden from the rest of everything else in the city. Uh, So the landlord was willing to give them a break on the rent Hidden Grounds Coffee is born. They do like uh, ethically sourced beans. They do, uh, they have like a breakfast brunch style menu to go inspired by like Indian dishes. It's cool. Their coffee's really good. Uh, they do a, a lot of different type of types of roasts. This one today uh, from Ethiopia, it's mainly for pour overs. Not doesn't have to be exclusively used for pour overs, but they recommend it for a pour over type brew. It's got hints of strawberries, blueberries, they say. Uh, yeah. And this is one of my favorites. This is my go to. This is the just have around the house as a default. This is the like, I'm out of coffee. I can walk to this place and buy two bags and then I'm good for a while. Uh, it's a daily drinker. Yeah. Daily drinker. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because, you know, sometimes you want to go out, you want to get a little experimental, you want to find some new things. This is the go-to, the safe bet. Right. And so I, I enjoy this. I enjoy a lot of Hidden Grounds. Is, uh, you know, they have a lot, a wall of different coffees, probably five at a, at a time of different ones. Um, every time you buy a bag of coffee in there, they also pour you a cup of coffee. So I do a nice little, mm-hmm. like, I have a ritual. I'll walk there on a Sunday and then sit out front and drink my coffee with my headphones on. And then I go home. Uh, but yeah, their coffee's really great. I honestly am very bad with the hints, the nodes of strawberries and blueberries. <laughs> Same thing with wine. I'm not good at that stuff where it's like you can really taste the chewed tobacco in this uh, this scotch. <laughs> the, not good the at Kodiak. it. The <laughs> uh, You know, in when I'm drinking a glass of Captain Morgan, I'm not getting the full you know experience. Maybe. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's great coffee. I think it tastes good. It has like a little sweetness to it, I think, like on the tail end of it. Um, but it's great. I, I don't know. I really, I really like the bag. Really like the packaging. Big fan. Good, good nice, resealable bag. Gotta appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I like the smell immediately because it's like a muted. It 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 smells like. The way strawberry and blueberry cookies might smell mm. where mm. it's like, it's, mm. you know, it's a little like, I think this coffee tastes very oaty, oat, like mm. oats, 
A little earthy. Uh, a little earth. Eh, I don't know. It's a little earthy to me. I, I, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's no wrong answer. I do, I do like it, Andy. I, I'll tell you what. I made it when I got this package. I immediately made a cup. Right? It was like 3 p.m. or something. It didn't even matter. I was just excited and loved the smell. First cup, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Andy has horrible taste in coffee. Mm. We do not sync up at all. Uh, I do not like this coffee. Uh, since then, I've gone through like, you know, maybe four fifths of the bag at this point. Um, and I feel like that's happened with coffee. I think it's the same thing with whiskey and like wine. All these things that actively you can acknowledge don't actually taste good, but you just uh, grow a, to like. Um, mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I really like it now. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's I just not too that. strong. Scent mm-hmm. or or taste wise, but it's it's got a taste. Yeah. So Sam, are you sort of in the similar similar boat? So Andy, I also mm-hmm. really like the packaging. Let's talk about the packaging. The packaging. It's a white bag with a gold embossed, like effect. Like there's the gold is like laying on top, and that is that's an expensive bag to make. Mm-hmm. Like it's not cheap to print that way. So I appreciate that. However, Andy, I am. Dumb as fuck. And I hmm. cut the bag because I was like, how do you open mm, this? Okay. I cut the bag, <laughs> immediately realized, oh, <laughs> I cut off the resealable part. That little tab yeah. you're supposed to pull is reveals the Ziploc part. Uh, so I've been rubber banding it closed. Um, Can I say something? Yeah. I also did the same thing. <laughs> I, I cut the thing as well. But I acknowledge that it, it's great. Yeah. It's like a really nice bag that I wish I could use effectively. Now, now Elmer, this is not our fault because we are coffee newbies. Andy's mm-hmm. been drinking coffee since he's like nine years old. I know. Andy's drinking coffee yeah. from the future. This packaging is like a million dollars. Yeah. And so we didn't know. But now every time... Every time we go to buy coffee and we see that little, like, it looks like a little keyhole to me. Mm-hmm. We know One you, way just, valve. you pull that shit. Oh, the, okay. The like, so that's, that's what confused me. I thought that that was like what kind of like wrapped it and held it down. It mm-hmm. was not. Um, mm-hmm. In terms it of the, yeah, good. Sorry. It, it doesn't always work out this way, but it is a good, it is a sign of maybe a roastery that cares about the freshness of their beans if one, they're using the resealable bag, but two, it also has the one-way air valve mm. on the bag, so that way you can squeeze the air out of it, and you know maybe get that lock that freshness. Air can't get back in. Lock that freshness in for a little while. Oh, is that what? The, I thought that was just so you could smell it before you bought it. Mm. Is that? I guess it could mm. work that way too. Is that not what it's for? <laughs> it's not what it's for. No, it's Fucking the one really? way it's to get air out of the bag. Oh, I'll be damned. Uh, okay. That that one really threw me for a loop. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, and we're talking high-tech bags here. <laughs> this yeah, is yeah, very yeah. high-tech. And so in terms of the flavor, now, I was of the mindset that all coffee kind of tastes the same prior mm-hmm. to our nuts about beans journey. And I, I feel like this feels I, – I kind of agree with Elmer. This feels very like middle of the road. This is like a good everyday drinker. Let me take another mm-hmm. sip. Yeah. And, but here's the thing I've, I've noticed as I've been, as I've been grinding up these beans with my hand, my hand grinder, these beans are very waxy, mm-hmm. more waxy than other types of beans that I've ground. And I wonder why that is very curious. Like what makes, what, how, what, what makes these beans different? <clears throat> I, I guess it all has to do with like, I feel like lighter beans tend to be a bit waxier. These are a little bit lighter. These also have uh, like a matte finish instead of a shine finish like most beans. Yeah, like Elmer, mm. maybe we'll talk about next week, your Texas, the Texas pecan roast. Like you mm. can, it's like almost like a mirror surface. Yeah. Mm. It's the, interesting. And I've gotten, I actually recently, somebody gave me uh, a bag of beans from a roastery by their house that like, their whole selling features, it's the darkest beans you'll ever see, the darkest <laughs> roast ever. So dark that the beans are actually like almost oily. Like you, when you hold the beans, there's mm. like a moisture to them. Huh. Uh, and it, it's fucking weird. And they grind 
Like I put it in the Chemex and I do my normal brew technique and everything fucking goes haywire. Like shit's <laughs> exploding basically. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. Like I'm sure a scientist knows, you know, whoever the scientist behind the uh, uh, roasting process knows, but I'm too dumb for that. Yeah. I could see you as a bean scientist. Yeah. In a different life, man. Mm-hmm. Now, Cass, does all this bean talk, does it, does it get you excited? Do you want to try coffee? Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a nerd, so I like to nerd out about stuff. Uh, so yeah, this, it is exciting. Um, I just, I feel like I'm missing that key part, which is enjoying the, the process of drinking the product. Mm. Uh, so maybe, maybe someday, but yeah, I love getting deep into, you know, insert hobby here. (laughs) You love getting nuts about beans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love getting nuts about beans. I really do. I, uh, I, I sent you guys a picture, but I made cold brew this week with, uh, the Michigan Island fudge beans, Mackinac Island, Mackinac Island beans. And, uh, that might, uh, I feel like that's easier drinking. I had Robert taste it too, and he really liked it. It makes it's just so so much less acidic. I feel like cold coffee could be a way in, Cass. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. I do. I can't drink hot coffee. Can't do it. You, you put a little milk, put a little ice, the water. Then when you pour the hot coffee over, it waters it down. Tastes great. Hmm. Hmm. So you you do an iced hot coffee? Yeah. Not like a cold brew. I mean, I've done cold brew in the past, um, but yeah, I mean, I just think this is like it's easier. You know, there's like less mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thinking around, and there's a lot. There's a lot of prep. And remember when we were talking last time about feeling wasteful about uh, coffee grounds? Well, like I had a fucking gallon mason jar, you know, quarter filled with coffee grounds for that cold brew I made. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that felt weird throwing it in the trash. See, if you had a garden, that's the thing. You need a garden. Yeah. And yeah. you could throw them out there. Man, I'm, I'm telling you what. Great, I've been keeping that little mason jar. Like, in a, every time it gets kind of full, I'll just dump it in the trash. And then the trash smells good. Well, it doesn't smell good, but it doesn't smell offensive. And then, like, if I'm, like, cutting garlic or cutting, like, onions, I just, like, wash my hands with it. It's a, it's a nice way to, like, not feel so, so wasteful. Oh, also, my mom would like to correct something I said. I said that she doesn't replace... The coffee beans every day, she texted me or called me and said, I do change it. I think she just kind of adds more gradually. Maybe I'm wrong about that, too. I don't know. But uh, So she called you to correct you, but you're yeah. still going to go on record <laughs> saying <laughs> the opposite. Okay. Now, let me tell you, I've, I've used a coffee machine very few times in my life. But every time I, I've done it, like, you know, you take the little filter out and you like dump it in the trash and then you so it's like clean and empty you put it back in but i feel like at, at my parents house it has like a nice fond it has like a nice like the beans like kind of are stuck to the bag and it's just like i don't know all right let us know what your mom says when yeah, she calls I'm sure you she's isn't there a paper <laughs> don't you use a paper filter no it's like a wire mesh one. Oh, uh, okay i, th- I think environmentally you know what honestly there might be fucking paper in there too fuck if i know Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of corrections coming next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Catch us next week for Nuts About Beans Volume 3 when I have to graciously apologize again. You didn't do that today. One thing I want to say real quick, and this is not a, uh, you know, I'm not part of the elite here or the okay. 1%. But as a gift, I got what is perhaps like one of the, on paper, dumbest things, top 10 dumbest things, <laughs> almost like a, something you would go into a, um, what was that store in the mall? Spencer's. Out of this Spencer's. No, not Spencer's. Oh. The like uh Crouching that high Tiger end, Imports. Brookstone. It's like you won't Brookstone. You only buy it for like divorced fathers or something. <laughs> the sharper, sharper image in Brookstone and shit. I see okay. it on TV. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm are there you familiar now. with the Ember mug? Ooh, is this like the mug that keeps the coffee warm? Keeps it warm. And it's like Bluetooth like enabled or something. USB yeah, powered. And yeah. I can control the temperature on my it's phone. It's like $300, isn't it? I don't think it's that much because no? I got it as a gift. And I don't think the person who got it for me would. I don't think it was that much. They got a 90% okay. off clearance. Mm. <laughs> uh, but it does work. It You know, I put my coffee in it and it just maintains the temperature. 
So I don't, you know, if I put it down to do some dumb shit for work, it doesn't get cold. But it is yeah. a fucking, if you really think about it, it's like I have to fucking software update my goddamn mug, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. Oh my God. I, uh, it's a big problem around here because we keep our apartment like super cold. So coffee gets cold like within 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I can't, I, I, I can't like just stop drinking my coffee. Ember mug, baby. <laughs> I'm not part of the one percent. This, this they could be for you. They won't let me have one of those. What did you say, Cass? Mm. I said this could be for you, but apparently not. If, if uh, you know, the people are trying to keep them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, boys! Can I talk about the joys of home ownership? I feel like I talk about it every time, but it's always something bad. But this time, it's something good. So, I I want to hear it then. So. Cassidy, are you familiar with the temperate zones of the United States? And like, I am familiar with them uh, from school. And so like plants can only grow in like certain areas. Well, yes, it's like a numbered system. Michigan is in, I believe, number five. And bamboo grows from regions like in America six to I think nine. And I really wanted to grow some like bamboo in my house, like get like a nice bamboo Mm -hmm. house plant. However, it is impossible to buy bamboo in Michigan. Uh, Or or so. Because it doesn't grow there? there, You have to like buy it online and get it delivered. Okay. Okay. And so I was like working in my backyard with my mom. We were, you know, breaking leaves and shit. And she was like, oh, that's bamboo. And like I have since found there's like all of this bamboo growing in my backyard and like pretty big stalks. Like we found there's like a big like brush pile in my backyard and there's just like pretty like, you know, maybe the size of a like the diameter of like a dime bamboo, which is, I don't know, pretty thick, I suppose. And uh, it's kind of cool. There's like just like it's a fucking Michigan miracle. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. And it's like there is like a type of bamboo that is illegal to grow in Michigan because it's so invasive. Uh, but it is not this kind. It's like just like Chinese or like timber bamboo, which is really cool. So, Damn, I, so you're in the clear. I, uh, I repotted it into a little pot and uh, it's growing quite nicely so far. What nice. makes the bamboo invasive? So like, does bamboo grow quickly? Yeah. So bamboo, technically yes. a grass. And mm. in the in the right conditions, it can grow like three feet in a day. Holy shit. And now I believe that this is like bamboo that is like, you know, aged properly. And, you know, it's not like new bamboo. But so what it ha- so what happens? So you have like the bamboo stalk, right? And then each mm. little there's like leaves that come off of it. And the tip of each leaf, there's like that's how it grows. It's like shoots. I get. Well, I don't know. But and then like those like blow away and then they plant. It's called running bamboo. And I guess like if it's not treated properly, it can like just fucking grow everywhere. Um, so, and you know, which is almost like almost like dandelion style with their like little pods mm-hmm. that float off. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which is great because it makes it like really sustainable. And like, you know, if you get like, you know, if. It's it's a very sustainable product because it grows so fast and, you know, you're not like wiping out, you know, forests that are hundreds of years old. You're just cutting down grass, basically. Um, Isn't it? That's crazy. I had no idea, man. Yeah. Isn't it kind of crazy, though, that like we're sending people to space? If you really think about it, sending people to space, we're doing surgery on a grape. We're <laughs> doing like all this advanced shit, but like they're still invasive plants. Like plants just take over ruined continents. Like they ruin agriculture. You got bugs landing, killer wasps landing in Oregon. And murder hornets, man. Uh, you got, wild. We have like a lantern fly around here. I think from uh, it's like an Asian lantern fly showed up in New Jersey. It's destroying the agriculture. There's like wanted posters on the NJ Transit. Like if you see this fly, <laughs> fucking dump hand sanitizer on its eggs. <laughs> it's on site. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> fucking hey. 
Yeah. So I, one more thing about this invasive. So there is like a type of bamboo, it's called Michigan bamboo. And evidently if you, any part of it can grow and become roots. So if you like try to chop it down or like destroy it and like put it in like a wood chipper or something, like all those little pieces will grow individual plants. And I guess like in the, I think in like the seventies and the eighties, it was running fucking amok in Michigan. That's fucking yikes. Hilarious. So, so there's like a website and it's like the, the Michigan DNR is like, do not touch this stuff. <laughs> if you see it, call the DNR. Shoot it. Grab a hand sanitizer and shoot it. <laughs> yeah, get some hand sanitizer. Put, the, put it on the bamboo eggs. Put up some wanted posters <laughs> around the neighborhood, Sam. <laughs> Looking for Michigan bamboo. <laughs> what was the movie where the trees killed people? The Happening. The Happening. That's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> what? Huh? Yeah. Marky Mark. What a guy. That's Sully. <laughs> that is Sully. <laughs> Holy shit. Because he got cast. Well, he was like rumored to be Nathan Drake eight years ago. And now that they're making the Uncharted movie, he's the old man character now. He got like that. If you, you, that's the kind of shit that only happens to porn stars like that quickly. I'm I'm shocked that they are going with such a young Nathan Drake, but I think it's better to just make it fucking really different. I am no you know, mad day, about one a day not you're a teen. Sully. Yeah, one day you're a teen, the next day you're a milf. Yeah, man. You know? yeah. <laughs> that could be the same afternoon if your cards don't play out right, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> so, I was uh. Go ahead, Sam. No, I was going to ask, Elmer, I was going to transition. I was going to give you the opportunity, so I'm sorry. Go for it. No, give me the opportunity. So, 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 Elmer, how are things in Texas? Uh, that's, a, that's a dangerous question. Hmm. Um, no, they're fine. The star is at night. I'm doing good. You know, my little corporate capitalist haven that I live in uh, has put up, like, all the Christmas lights and... Uh, Christmas themed. You know, you know, you remember going to the mall as a child and mm-hmm. it's Christmas season and there's all the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the biggest wreaths you've ever seen hanging from the ceiling or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a bunch of that stuff outside. So it's Christmas time. Mm. Um, yeah, very early. Uh, literally the day after Halloween, uh, they set up, they set up shop. Is it cold right now? No, right. It was cold for three days, but now it is beautiful. Like today's going to be like 75 all day. Mm. Elmer, what um, is cold in Texas? Mm. Uh, it, it was 40 degrees. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. So it was like, you know, I mean, we, we have nowhere to go anyways, but it was like, uh, Robert, I, I know it's cold when Robert has to put a jacket to go have a cigarette on the balcony. Was when it the he, jean his, jacket? No, it wasn't the jean jacket, but when the robe is not okay. enough. That's when you know it's cold. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Robert and I have been, we've been hanging out. We've been watching stuff. I started watching the Dave Chappelle show or Chappelle show, which is on Netflix now. Uh, so much of it. I hadn't watched show very much ahead of its time. Good stuff. I just saw that that came to Netflix. That's pretty wild. Actually. Yeah. I'm start that up. It's uh, the episodes are less than 20 minutes because they had to cut out the musical acts. Um, but you can't even tell, and it's it, it, it's just so fucking good, man. Um, it, it, it's one of those things where I just was like, I can't believe like this. There was clearly some drama with Dave Chappelle and Comedy Central um, that he doesn't even really talk about. But it, it, it's crazy that he just had all these ideas that are still so relevant today. Um, like the show doesn't feel aged um, outside of just, you know, technically it looks older. So I've been watching that. I've been playing a lot of games, which I know is a different podcast. But here's 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 a general life update. Uh, my therapist asked me, "What do you like to do?" I was like, "That's a fucking great question." He's like, "What are you all about? What what is what what you know? What are the things in your life that you're engaging with that make you happy and and, and are and are giving you, you know, making you feel good about how you're spending your time?" And I think I've spent so much of my time in my life fighting, you know, video video games, fighting my love for video games or fighting my love for just watching, you know, 
garbage, basically, sometimes. Um, so I've just been engaging with that shit in a happy way for the first. I feel like I've been angry playing video games for the last couple of years. <laughs> um, you know, just welcome like, to the club, man. Yeah, this, that's how you. That's how you become a real gamer. Yeah, this will. This will make me. Uh, you know, this will make it be tomorrow faster. Um, and now I'm just like, you know, trying to smell the roses a little bit. Um, I'm worried this is going to soften you up, honestly. Yeah. You're going to lose your, you're going to lose your razor's edge that we need to break through the glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's not gone. And that's the thing. It's just like, I'm constantly <laughs> fucking anything but be happy for you, you know? Yeah. Maybe yeah. we've it's, already broken the glass ceiling and now I'm working finally experience freedom as a gamer. Think about it. I like that take. The anger is still very much intact. What I'm dealing with now is finding ways to to just fucking get through, make it to death, and enjoy the time in between. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what I'm all about right now. I'm just trying to enjoy the ride. And it's like almost a selfish thing, but it's just like that's what this is all about, right? That's I think that's what this is. That's that's as much meaning as I can fucking pull. I mean, especially right now, yeah. right? I think it's perfectly acceptable to just be in survival mode. But no, but see, I'm trying to get a little bit out of survival mode and be, well, I guess they're kind of the same thing. It depends on how you use it. But I, I just mean like being present, yeah. um, mm. you know? Mm. So I'm trying to like, okay, I'm going to play a game and just fucking be a fucking full gamer for a couple hours um, instead of just, you know, playing it and thinking about a bunch of bad things. Um, so things are on the upswing, you know, I'm sure we'll have a downswing in a week or two. That's how mm-hmm. this goes. Yeah. Um, but we're on an upswing and that's worth celebrating always. Um, so yeah, been a lot, did a lot of talking with my, my mom this week. Um, mm-hmm. not like event, eventful talking, but just, I spoke to her more than I probably usually do. That's good. Call your moms. It's always good. Um, and I think I'm going, I might go home now in, in, in December. So we'll nice. see. I was going, I was like thinking, Lexi and I were thinking about the driving situation. But it's 30 hours, dude. Oof. Oh, yeah. No. Like, It's bro. 30 from Buddy. Texas to LA from Austin? Yeah. Fuck. No. That would be fun in non-COVID. <clears throat> it would barely be fun in non-COVID times. Because then you could stop, That's a great right? way to put it. Like, you see the world they did would be we would stop somewhere, yeah. right? So I was mm-hmm. thinking, like, is there somewhere World's fun to stop where it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, a national park or something, right? Yeah. Um, and then it feels like you're going there, but then still it's like, oh, you gotta drive 18 hours <laughs> to get to that first thing. Try to enjoy it after driving 18 hours and then get ready to drive 12 hours. Yeah, it's one of those things I think about, and it's like it would be so interesting to see. 30 hours worth of the country that I would never see again, probably. Mm-hmm. But then I also think about driving 30 hours. And it sounds horrendous. Like I've done 12 yeah. hour drives. And I, I know you've done. I'm doing drives. one in two weeks, dude. Yeah, I'm getting back like, on the road. It's like, that kind of sucks. Yeah. It's going to be brutal. I'm like, so not looking forward to that, but I think I might fly in December. Um, and Lexi will probably end up coming. I haven't told her that, so I should tell her before this comes out. But um, <laughs> I just talked to my mom yesterday, and she's like, "Why don't you come?" And I was, you know, I was like, "You know what? You're right. There's no reason not to come." Uh, well, there's a million reasons not to come, but uh, you know, I, I I haven't seen my mom in two years, and like that's starting to sink in. You know, uh, I was supposed to see her in April, which which already would have been like a year and change, but now it's just like, oh fuck, like. I saw a picture of my mom and like she, she lost some weight in the last two years. And I was like, Oh, I don't like that. You know, like it's good for her, but I didn't like that. Like, you know, cause I, 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 I'll call her. Like we talk on the phone like every other day, but I just don't see her. Like we, we're just not a FaceTime family. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm happy about how my relationship with my mother is. That's what's going on in Texas. That's good. So let's, uh, cause let's talk about the, let's talk about the flying. Yeah, that's going to mm. be. So, yeah. you, you know, obviously like the, there are fewer flights, I think now, but right. like, you know, it, 
you know, obviously if someone with COVID gets on the plane, then like, you know, that's kind of it. But, you know, are they, I wonder, have they, you know, kind of, I think maybe in, I'm trying to think of this, how to say this text, I think in like May, they were talking like, oh, if someone comes to the airport and we detect that they have COVID, we can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are we still at that point? Or like, are they at this yeah, point? Yeah, I don't think like, they're checking. They're not checking temperatures or anything. I thought no, that they, they, they were. Are. Oh, they are. Yeah, my. Uh, oh, that's <clears> great. My parents, more than I thought. my grandparents live in Florida, right? So my parents went down to go, you know, check on them and everything. And yeah, they check temperatures. You have to wear a mask. Like I think now, like they definitely have to wear have a mask sh- on the plane. Yeah. And they I like have to they, wear a mask, Andy. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to I mean, fuck, fuck the my mask. Mom. The mask increases the chances <laughs> of getting COVID. Yeah. Which like the airline is, you know, they're in, a, they're like in bed with China and Dr. Fauci and all that stuff. So, um, this is the Rush Limbaugh show. Thanks for watching. It's called Plandemic. But, uh, yeah, like I think they're taking it a bit more seriously, you know, considering they did it in May and like the airlines basically went out of business. I just really expected them to not take it seriously after I saw them fucking bash a man's head into the ground mm-hmm. uh, or into an armrest. Um, and also just generally, you know, it's, it's the most like every time you go to the airport, it's the most like cattle like you ever feel. It's it's pretty it's yeah. a pretty upsetting place. Um, so that'll suck. But, you know, I'm a. I don't know what to do. I've got to see my mom. I kind yeah. of uh, kind of owe her at this point. Yeah, I feel like by now it's got to be it's got to be like safer. And, you know, it's not like you're like going to L.A. to like fucking go to Rodeo Drive or whatever. It's just like, you know, for a vacation. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, sure. Like the, the thing that's just so fucking weird is that there's a moral uh, conundrum with every single thing like this now. Right. And and there should be right. That that I think that probably means. To suck my own dick, but that probably means you're like a good person, you know, if you're if you're worried about that stuff. But um yeah, it's a weird feeling. There's just weird weird heaviness to just like normal stuff like that. Yeah. Well, Agreed. We uh does anyone ha- have something they want to say? I can keep talking. I never have anything to say. <laughs> Okay. I just I was gonna start telling a different story and I was like, I've been I've been talking a lot. I got second place at this uh this work this friendly work competition. Nice. Um we did this uh we've been doing it since January called the PR Olympics. Mm. Where every month, you know, we would block off like two hours on a Friday afternoon. Um, have like a little staff meeting, uh, with like drinks and it was like a fun, supposed to be a fun thing, right? Where then they give us all a prompt and we all have an hour to complete the same assignment and then it gets graded and then whoever makes the best version of that assignment, it was always like something that we would have needed anyways, right? So like we need a press release for this real thing. So whoever writes the best one, like that's the shit that's going to get used for the client. Um, And then you got like a gift card if you won that week or that month. We did this, we did this 11, 11 months in a row. And I got second, second place on the overall average. Um, And let me tell you, this is something like I, there was one assignment where I, it must've been when I was at like my lowest moment. And I had a panic attack. Uh, it was like the last time I had a panic attack, maybe like in May. And it was like 4.45. And I just remember thinking like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, I just can't do this. And I had to quit and ended up redoing it. And, and it was all, all, all fine. But it felt good. It felt nice. I got a little, a little, uh, a little award thing, like a physical thing. It's next to uh, the picture of Chuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. On my shelf. Success. Well, now this means that you, you can write on your resume, PR Olympics silver medalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's just cute. I got, I, got, I mean, I got, I got, a, I got a monetary reward. So that's why I'm, I'm mm-hmm. actually thrilled about it. Um, but, but that was nice. That was a nice thing that in, happened. 
In work news, I, I got uh, permission to be perma work from home. Fuck oh. yeah. Nice. So that is a done deal. Uh, even when even when we launch back into the office, your boy ain't going. Hell so me yeah. and the cat are uh, settling in for a long life together. Are you do you feel like you're already like settled or did this news bring any new like, hmm, OK, well, now I I want to do this. I mean, I've been doing it for eight months at this point. Yeah, that's point. what I'm saying. Like, is it is it just figured out already? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, my boss asked me, he's like, I mean, you don't need any, like, extra equipment, do you? And I ran off what I had here. And that did kind of make me think, like, well, I could be using more of this stuff. Like, I have this nice big monitor I'm recording on now. Mm-hmm. You could use I could hook one. that up to my work laptop. I could hook my uh, fucking keyboard, my mouse, and all, all that shit. Um, so I, I may fuck around with some stuff if I wanted to do like a proper office. But oh, you said you work from your couch, right? Most of the time. I just work from my fucking couch, man. I, cause all I'm doing is typing emails all day. I'm not, you know, I'm not locking that. anything up. I'm not working in PowerPoint. I'm not doing anything like that. If I was doing my old job, I would definitely be on the two monitors with the big monitor and the mouse now, and all that. Cass, do you think you could expense report the Herman Miller X Logitech chair. Mm. You think if you just like, you know, kind of like slipped in like, oh, here are like my weekly receipts. Oh, what's that? It's from Herman Miller. Oh gosh, that's a good idea, Sam. I think I think expense a chair period is the bare minimum you should do. Yeah. Even though you have a badass gamer chair. What if you had two skin in the moment? (laughs) What if you had a Herman Miller (laughs) Aaron? Wow. I could be like Reggie. Mm -hmm. You could be like Reggie. Huh. Send that picture of Reggie in the chair as an attachment in mm-hmm. the re- in the request. Think of the productivity. Yeah. In parentheses, put C attachment. <laughs> <laughs> look at the look at the power. <laughs> oh man! Best Cassidy fees MA. <laughs> <laughs> Change my email sig. <laughs> I'm really hoping, man. I could get a I could get a situation like this. Like I. Uh, I think I'm I think I'm getting kind of good at it. Like I figured it out. I can work from home now. No doubts about it. Yeah. Yeah. And commuting However, is the most I, the most miserable portion, too. Right. Yeah. Like commuting sucks. Bar God. Do, do you remember that first month when you realized like how much that was destroying you? <laughs> like how much time you now had? Like the fact that 530 came around and you were just like, boom, it's me time now instead of the extra hour mm-hmm. like that just the lift off my shoulders i felt a physical release dude the the one thing i kind of once i stopped driving it got a little bit better right going in in the morning on the train meant i had m- some me time back i could read or like play switch or listen to music and and like kind of mellow out without having to worry about driving thing that sucks then you want to get home you're like on the train schedule, which mm. makes it, which is even worse sometimes than driving. You're like rushing I would say around. it is worse, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, now this is the best case scenario is working from home. The only thing is I need to get better at like, I feel like I would feel better if I got up, had a routine, you know, shower, everything I would do, like I was going to leave the house. I know that that was a meme at the beginning of fucking quarantine right like getting up and doing everything you should do if you were going to leave for work but now i just roll out of bed and get onto fucking meetings and i feel like i'm worse for it i wake up i think stressed or anxious because of it i need to have like that routine in the morning something for me mm-hmm. i was the it's most funny. i'm sorry no it, it's funny because i i was a dude who on my commute into the office i would stress about all of the things i had to do and like the work that i wasn't working on that was just piling up so the fact that i can just roll out of bed and get to work immediately is actually very good for me mm-hmm. i mean more just like i shouldn't sleep until the exact moment before i need to get <laughs> to work Mm, because then mm, I wake see, up mm. and like immediately fucking rush to my computer. Okay, I see. I see. I, I, I mean, I have like 15, 20 minutes for myself at least. Yeah. There is something about the, the value of the commute is the hard transition. As mm-hmm. much as like sometimes that could be bad to have a hard transition. You know, I used it as like good like music podcast time. 
And it was nice to just be like, now my day is beginning. I have this thing before I have to, it was easier to compartmentalize work, personal life, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, the, the one other thing I miss about my commute is long periods of not talking oh, yeah. and not feeling like I like should or need to talk. You know, I live with somebody at home and I'm the only other person to talk to. And then when we go out, we're supposed to talk. And when we're at work, we're fucking talking. When you're in your car by yourself, you can just shut the fuck up for like an hour. And uh, not anymore. <laughs> you could just get up an hour earlier and just drive around. Like drive around your neighborhood. <laughs> like, just do laps. And I, I do take some long walks. Listen, I, I take like hour and a half long walks and like on Saturday mornings after the pod. Yeah, that's fine. That's a great. That's a great thing. Yeah. No, it is good. Guess. I'm not upset are, about it. Yeah. We kind of, you know, with everything, are are the fires still happening? Uh, not in my neck of the woods anyway. I, I honestly don't know about California. I think weather has probably gotten to a point where it is at least severely died down. Uh, but yeah, my, my area is okay. We're, we've been super stormy the last couple of days. I guess that's good. Yeah, it is. It is now. I think, I think things are, things are on the up and up, but it is wild. Like, okay, we had all these fires and then, okay, there's a bunch of rain coming. It's like, okay, awesome. That's fantastic. But what about mudslides and landslides now that we're getting all this water? So it's just like a fucking hellscape. I, I think uh, we're done with it for this year though. That's good. Twenty twenty, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. It's a tough time out there. And you know, we hope you enjoyed the show. My name is Elmer. You can find me at Elmer is not mad. You can also find uh the podcast at Awkpause on Twitter. You can go to awkwardpause.com slash awkwardpausepod.com slash merch for that sweet, 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 sweet merch. Is the Nuts About Beans sweatshirt dropping by the time this episode's out? Yes. Hmm? Cassie Sargent. At Sergeant Cass. Andrew Street. At Street Sweeper. Sam Atherton. Uh, you can catch me at Z.com backslash shop backslash S-A-M-U Wood Goods. Be nice to yourself and others. Shoot you that late call Yes, no, maybe, baby Magic eight ball mm -hmm. All out on the table Yes, no, maybe, baby Magic eight ball You control our fate No, yes, maybe, baby Magic eight ball you shoot me that late call Yes, no, maybe, baby Magic 8-Ball Back Home again Close enough But still so distant The family They're all sleeping If you sneak in We can keep it quiet so baby, I'm thinking it's up to you It's late but I'm wide awake Shaking my eight ball, I know that you're shaking it too Nothing is certain, it's hazy These lives that we're living are crazy We're looking for answers, we wish it was certain But all we've been getting is maybes We're grown, we know what we like We've done it before, at least once or twice You're sounding unsure, but back in your mind We both know we want it, we want it tonight So put on your sweats I'm wrapped in the lace Race to the finish line, we live for the chase. Mind in the gutter, feeling it right, feeling each other, a beautiful sight. A light from the TV, a little too bright. Love under covers, love overnight. I shoot you that late call, yes, no, maybe, baby, magic ain't
You make it explicit, but only for me. So turn off the sensor and girl, let me see. We waited and waited, it's already free. Let's burn down the building, let's, let's, let's overheat. Mine's in the gutter, feeling it right feeling each other. Light from the TV, a little too right. Love on the love on the night. I shoot you that day. Thank you. 